Hello, welcome to 1000 Words, Stories on the Way. My name is Matthew Clark. Thanks for being here this week. I'm continuing this series of introductions to the essayists who wrote for book two of the Well Trilogy. Uh, This book is called A Tale of Two Trees, and this week's essayist is Heidi White. And she chose the title track off the new album, and she wrote this fascinating essay in response to it called Two Trees, One Cross. Um, Heidi also wrote a great essay for the last book, Only the Lover Sings, and in that book she wrote about the woman at the well, and it was so fun to have her return for the second book slash album of the trilogy. In case this is your first time here, I'm a singer-songwriter and a storyteller when I'm not making a podcast, and the Well Trilogy is a project that I'm currently in the middle of. It's three full-length albums, and then each album has a book that goes with it. And each of the books is made up of essays written as responses to the songs on the album. And I've invited some of my favorite writers and friends to choose a song from the album and then write a personal reflective essay on the themes. Uh, The first book and the first album of the Well Trilogy uh, are called Only the Lover Sings, Meditations on the Woman at the Well in Story and Song, and that came out last year. And then the second album in the trilogy is called A Tale of Two Trees, Meditations on Faithkeeping in Story and Song, and it just came out uh, less than a month ago. Uh, And then there's going to be a third book and a third album, and that'll be coming out sometime next year to close out this trilogy. So the first album slash book is about meeting Jesus, and it follows the woman at the well kind of as a structure. And the second album and book are about um, continuing to trust Jesus in this middle time of faith-keeping. The title, A Tale of Two Trees, is about how at every moment, with every choice we make, we are deciding whether to root ourselves in the family tree of evil or the family tree of God. Uh, And I go into a lot more detail or depth in the book's introduction about that that idea. Uh, And you can get the book on Amazon, and you can get the songs really anywhere you stream music. It's all already online. Today, though, I would like to share a little excerpt from Heidi White's essay. Uh, But first, let me introduce you to Heidi. Here's a little more about her. Heidi White is a teacher, an editor, a podcaster, and an author. She teaches humanities at St. Hilde's School in Colorado Springs. She's a managing editor of Forma Journal and a contributing author, speaker, and consultant at the Searcy Institute. She's a weekly contributor on fiction, poetry, and Shakespeare at the Close Reads Podcast Network and the Searcy Institute Podcast Network. Uh, She serves on the board of directors of the Anselm Society, and she sits on the academic advisory board for the classical learning test. She writes... She writes fiction, 
and poetry and essays, and she speaks and writes about literature, education, and the Christian imagination. She lives in Black Forest, Colorado with her husband and her children, and she also hosts uh, the Daily Poem podcast. So, Heidi is up to all kinds of good. Uh, Lots and lots of cool stuff. I don't even really know exactly where to point you to find Heidi online. Basically, you can just Google her name, and (laughs) so many podcast interviews, lectures, and essays will just be at your fingertips. But I will put some links in the show notes on my website over at matthewclark.net slash 1000 words. If you're a classical educator or literature teacher, there's a good chance that you're already aware of her. Something I love about Heidi is that she is a brilliant educator and intellectual who also has this wonderful kind of mythic imagination and taste for story and storytelling. And uh, she speaks and she writes with the, the lilt of legend. That's a phrase, actually, that I stole from her essay that I absolutely love. Uh, I met Heidi through the Anselm Society, whose mission statement is a renaissance of the Christian imagination. And pretty immediately, her love for the worlds of Tolkien and Lewis and others resonated really deeply with me. She is a delightful, deep, passionate, and imaginative thinker and communicator who is always looking for the Lord's imprint, uh, whether she's reading ancient Greek myths, more recent fantasy, or, or just talking to you face to face. So I was very excited when Heidi got excited about the title track to A Tale of Two Trees, because I knew that she would handle the poetry and the scope of the story in an interesting way that I probably would never think to write or think about. Uh, The song she chose is a kind of myth-intoned overview of the scripture. And on this album, this song serves... Kind of like an orientation piece to set the context for our call to keep faith in Jesus. We're living inside of this much larger story that God has been working out for who knows how long. Uh, We have come from somewhere and we are going somewhere. And we can trust Jesus right here where we are. So today... I just want to read a little excerpt from Heidi's essay for you, and if you'd like to read the rest of it, you can order the book, A Tale of Two Trees, and read it along with lots of other good stuff. Just visit my website, matthewclark.net slash shop, and you'll see the book and the album in there. And then stay tuned after the essay reading to hear the song that Heidi responded to. So here's a little bit of Heidi White's essay entitled, Two trees, one cross. In the lyrics of A Tale of Two Trees, we sense the earthy treeness of the cross. Words like fragrance and splintered are juxtaposed to evoke the paradox of beauty and violence of the felled tree. But that's not the only contrast the song explores. In this fallen world, 
Not all trees are strong and fertile. There is a second, quote, bent and bitter tree, bearing sour fruit, and bent branches that shake like snakes to entangle all the hopes of men. These two trees embody the bifurcation of the created order that is not merely an abstract theological concept, but a physical reality. One tree is good, wholesome, and life-giving. The other is bad, contaminated, and death-dealing. The second tree is an inversion, a reversal, a diabolical opposition of what a tree ought to be. Adam and Eve's transgression not only plunged the created order from good to evil, but also from health to infirmity, perfection to deficiency, growth to decay, life to death. This is no mere metaphor. The whole world, given to our protection and care, plummeted from its true self along with its king and queen. And now even trees are as frail as men. How can nature recover its fractured identity? The remedy, of course, is the life of Christ. Integral to the poetic drama of the song is an ancient reference to the house of David, from the prophet Isaiah, who saw not only the brokenness, but the healing of the world in the image of a tree. Quote, Then a shoot will spring from the stem of Jesse and a branch from his roots will bear fruit. Isaiah 11.1 The prophecy is not merely poetic, it is mystical. As the song says, A tender word beneath the roots uncurled, until a little shoot unfurled into the poisoned air to raise the ancient family. Christ, who says of himself, I am the true vine, John 15.1, is the branch of the house of David who saves us from the crooked fingers of that poisoned tree. All of this is both profoundly primeval and eschatological, because the root and branch of these two mystical trees reach backward into Eden and forward to the restoration of all things. This is literal as well as figurative for Christ accomplishes our great salvation on a tree. Just as our first mother and father fell by violating the one commandment not to eat the fruit that hung upon a tree, so Christ saves us by fulfilling all of the commandments and by hanging upon a tree himself. So Paul says, He is the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. Every wickedness done in Eden is undone by Christ and every good left undone is fulfilled in him. This immense deliverance restores the natural order, reverting everything that has been topsy-turvy and putting it right again. Thanks so much to Heidi White for being a part of this project and for a really fun essay. And now to close us out this week, here is the song Heidi chose from the album. It's the title track, 
It's called A Tale of Two Trees. I dreamed I saw two family trees They grew from very different seeds One stood tall with flowered crowns And one was bent and bitter The bitter tree bore sour fruit That made the people eating do Wickedness upon the earth Until they grew to love it The flower tree put out its leaves Perfumed faintly that bitter breeze The bent tree's branches shook like snakes And did their best to kill it But up the sweetness rose again Like children rise from water cleansed And though the thorns tore at their flesh They would not stop their Sprouting strong and choking out its fragrance Till one day evil's wicked limbs Entangled all the hopes of men And struck that holy heartwood down And fell the mighty timber The crooked fingers of that tree Took hold of earth and made it bleed And most forgot what goodness was Or where to go
White friends. Go find Heidi White online. She's got lots of good stuff out there if you just search for her on Google. Uh, she's done tons of talks at conferences, at Anselm Imagination Redeemed conferences, uh, and interviews on podcasts. Go find some stuff by her. I think you'll really enjoy it. And then get on over to my website, shop, or to Amazon and get a copy of A Tale of Two Trees so you can read the rest of Heidi's essay, along with ten other essays and even more in the book. Uh, and the songs are all streaming on Spotify or wherever you listen to music online. Uh, and then next week we will continue with this series, introducing the writers for the book. We'll have Benjamin Holstein with us, who wrote an essay for the third song off the album, which is based on Psalm 137, asking, How can we sing the Lord's song in exile by the rivers of Babylon? And I love what uh, he says about that. Until then, thanks so much for listening. And if you read the book, would you take a minute to review it on Amazon? That is a big, big help. Um, if you would do that, that would be great. Thanks so much. We'll see you next week on 1000 Words. <laughs>